All right, welcome back to Coffee Conversations and Badasses Podcast. I'm your host, Dustin Hayes. You don't want to miss the episode today because we're talking about something that's probably a little fucking touchy. We're talking about gun laws and are they racist? And we have a special guest on today, Gary from Firearms Unlimited, also known as FU California. Righteous name, man. Thank you. Welcome to the show, buddy. Yeah, we even have some FU California brew. Yeah, who who brews that? A couple of guys. Couple of guys. Couple of guys. <laughs> they, they didn't bring it on, but it, it exists. <laughs> it, you know, the coffee guy that actually supplies coffee for this show yeah. has a complete fucking failure today. Uh, he, he's two five. That's what they would say. It's know? two five. It's two five. <laughs> <laughs> and that's most days. Yeah. You know, so for I, all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so red, white, and badass brew. You, uh, you're a badass coffee. Yeah, uh, but you need to step the game up. And I'll talk to the owner. I know him personally. I would get in contact with. Him. Yeah, is it an email you send or? Uh, I hear he doesn't even fucking answer those, man. Yeah, he barely answers a phone. Yeah. He'll send an invoice though. <laughs> oh, oh, hell yeah! <laughs> he definitely will send an invoice to collect the money. <clears throat> oh man, dude. So how we got on this topic? Going into your shop, yeah, and you just dropped a fucking you dropped a bombshell on me, and you were we were just I can't remember what we were talking about, and you're like, yeah, gun laws are racist. I was like, what? Yeah, I was like, no way. I was like, how are gun laws are racist? The majority of them are rooted in racism. Yeah, how so? Yeah. Well, it's a gun laws come from the government, mm-hmm. of course, right? So legislation or the ATF or some organization that's a part of the government will enact a law or enact a, a penal code or a punishment or a final rule is something relevant to today, right? The ETF made a final rule about stabilizing braces and that's, that's getting it's, it hammered in courts, but they'll, they'll make a rule. And usually what you'll see is, is you'll see the reason why it's done. There's a history to it, or there's a cost to it. And so when you look at the history of things, or you look at the cost, you'll, you know, you pay enough attention, you'll realize that those factors are rooted towards certain demographics being affected more, right? Or the the manner in which they're carried out. Yeah, but th- there's also a difference between a rule and a law, right? Oh, of course. Yeah. That's, that's the big thing from, I think it was the 2022 docket of the Supreme Court regarding the EPA, that the EPA is not a legislative body and they were making laws. And so the Supreme Court came out and said, you're not a legislative body. You can't make law. That's not how the government works. That was a huge hammer that came down that affects, I mean, everything, right? So not right. just the EPA rules, yeah. but gun a- laws. ATF. And so the ATF with their new Diedelbacher, whatever that dork's name is, is about making laws through the ATF. So the final rule about pistols and stabilizing braces, I mean, he's getting his, he's getting hammered in the fifth circuit, I believe, or the second one of them were the judges. I mean, judges are clear about how they write things. They, they they have a decorum they follow. It's it's very interesting to follow the court system and how they write and why they write. It's very uh, academic. It's very purposeful. And some of these rulings, the judges are just, I mean, flat out. Like, why is this in my court? Well, I mean, we just had one recently, the SB2. SB2, right? Carney, Judge Carney just went to town. I mean, it's interesting to see that language come out from judges to, to use what pronouns and, and, and all the, the accessories, the adverbs and stuff to, to say that you're basically spitting in the face of the Supreme court. Right. And so that tells you that these laws coming through are so 
it's so dumb and such uh, such disregard to the Supreme Court or to the Second Amendment and the Bill of Rights and how things are supposed to process and go through. But if we get back to it, yeah. So like the final rule by the ATF is literally a, a, a law being made by the ATF, not a legislative body. So that how it, is that a law? It's, it can't be. It can't be. So the guys that went to, and I'm going, I know I'm spreading this thing around and I'm a little bit of knowledge of what's going on here. And I'll get to that in a second. But the, the guy made a, like a little, like business card type thing uh, for either the AK or the AR-15 where you can make it automatic, right? But it couldn't fit at all. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. Uh, I have to fucking look it up, man. Is he, he would make, oh, he would make a laser jet. I think I know you're talking about. The gentleman out of Florida, I believe, was making a, a business card that was made of metal. Uh-huh. And it was a means of essentially the coat hanger. Yeah, folding a coat hanger was a means of um, stopping the sear of an AR from going from catching the hammer. Right. When you would hold the trigger down, it would essentially let the gun go into a, uh, an automatic fire type of position. Is that what you're referencing? Uh, yeah, yeah. It was two guys, right? Yeah, I think and, it's the two guys. It was a company and they were selling the card. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. But it was not, it was out of spec where it couldn't even work, and the ATF even came out and said. Yeah, no matter what we do with this, it will never work. But shit, I think one of them got like 18 years. The other one got 12. I never followed up to find out what happened to him. But essentially, that is that doesn't surprise me. That's the position of the ATF is to say that this part, though, would never work. But we want we got you on intent. Right. Right. So that's the big thing is what's your intent? Yeah. If you look at you go back to, you know, you have a gram of weed in your car. It's different than if you have 10 pounds because at a certain weight limit or whatever, your intent is to distribute. Yeah, grams personal use, 10 pounds. Well, what if you're just stocking up? What if you're a prepper? (laughs) (laughs) This is just for my bunker that I'm building on the Hawaii Island. I mean, I don't know. I don't use any drugs, but I I just would think that's what somebody would say. Oh, I use drugs. Yeah, you're, oh, you're a VA patient. Of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> They'll just give them to you. Oh my God. Dude. See I'm, you in six months. Here's are some you, pills. Yeah, yeah. That's about fucking right. When yeah. I first got uh, retired, they went to the VA. They, uh, it's fuzzy, man. This is 10 years ago. Went to the VA. They're like, all right, this is what we're going to do. <laughs> Shipped this box to my house. Mm-hmm. I get this box open. I was like, why the fuck is VA sending me this kind of box? This is huge. <laughs> open it up. And it's just canisters of yeah. just me- all the pills. They were prescribed. I was like, yeah, uh, hmm. they're a trip. This is, this is interesting. <laughs> Even my wife at the time was like, the fuck is that? I was like, candy. It makes you this not want to, they send you so many pills that you can't put in your car. It might be intent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so true, dude. So true. But so getting back to it, so they're yeah. making these laws that are really good towards a certain demographic then. Well, not, you, not now, but even now? Well, so a classic is is if you look at um, the Bruin decision, which is hugely famous from the Supreme Court in 2022, came out and basically was Bruin versus the state of New York and about concealed weapons. And it wasn't really, the the judgment was about the case, but the case, they came out and basically said, you know, um, 
you have to have a time-honored tradition. You can't just say that this gun is bad because of now, unless there's a tradition of saying this gun is bad and a, a few other things, which of course are escaping me now. But what they, like, if you look back to how the government will do anything to enforce gun laws, the state was, uh, became a state in 1850, I believe, state of California. Before that, it was a territory. And obviously there was uh, slave ownership and things like that, I assume, across the United States. And what the state is doing now in the arguments that they see to say that there is a history of banning guns from people or banning these types of guns is they're saying, well, when we were a territory and we had slaves, we banned guns under these conditions. So the gun laws today are just as equal because there was a history of it. So the, the, the liberal state of California, equality rights and all of that, you know, that fluff that they push, which isn't real, is even going back, you know, through the attorney general Bonta and saying, no, 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 there's a history. When we had slaves, we did this. So it's cool. We're going to use those documents now to, to say that we banned guns all the time. So like the big one, like I think is probably the meat of this podcast is, is Ronnie Reagan, right? Yeah. So you're probably conservative leaning person. I'm a conservatively, there's several of them who probably drink your coffee. Right. And people will tell you, Ronald Reagan, Ronald Reagan, Ronald, he's the biggest, you know, he's like the conservative hero. So I thought. So you think, right? Yeah. And and I think probably Ronald Reagan's a great guy that if you could have had a drink with him, you would have. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and he can make a speech, you know, he's a great orator. Right. And this country loves a great orator. But when you talked about gun laws, Ronald Reagan was a governor before he was a president, right? Yeah. And so when he was a governor, governor of California, governor of California, correct. Right. So he, he ends his acting career and gets into politics and he becomes a governor. And there's clearly a, a, some history in this country of, of racial issues. There's no denying that. And, and hopefully we, you know, that shit stops. But at the time you had issues with um, riots back in the seventies and, and uh, a black population feeling like, you know, the police are after them. And I think there's, you know, we don't need to get into that history to understand that it's true. And the Black Panthers were around. And the Black Panthers, there's a famous picture of them on the state capitol holding guns, essentially in an echelon going up the steps to the capitol. I think one of the girls has a has a BAR on her, right? So, I mean, like a real legit badass gun, right? And so, if you look at that picture, they're not doing anything illegal in that picture at that time. Right. But then Ronnie gets pissed, right? So then they write, then they ban open carry because there was no law to say you couldn't open carry. You couldn't conceal carry at the time, but there was nothing to say you couldn't open carry. So in the 60s, you could open carry. All the way yeah. up until Ronnie's, you know, some point in time in his, his governorship. Yeah, was it 66, 76? 74, something, yeah, something like, like that? that? He okay. went straight from California into... Yeah, the White yeah, House. he went acting yeah. right. So I think the, he was seventy-two to eighty. Politics. He was still acting. I think. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> they're all acting. But yeah, right. so he's he bans that because you got uh, at the time stories and histories of of activist group following police officers around. So when they pull somebody over, the cop is doing their job and not violating civil rights. Right. I mean, a difficult time from the '60s with all the civil rights movements were. We're making changes, positive affirmations, things like that to go forward. And of course, what like bad apples, bags of shit. I don't know what you want to call them, but people that don't want the change. Right. 
And so you got these groups and they're following around and they're well-armed because they understand a gun is an equalizer. Yep. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it's a tool in a fight and, and it's a hell of a tool. So they, Ronald Reagan bans it. It So it, I, I, you know, going back into history and looking into some of this, you know, had no idea that really existed. I mean, you hear about it, you learn about yeah. it a little bit. Uh, it's not ingrained in my culture to know everything that happened. That's more of a self-educated thing you have to do. Um, but going back and looking at in this, it's like, oh shit. Like that was a scary moment. We're not too far from that moment now. We're in less this than day and age. generation. Huh? We're less than a generation away. That was your parents' generation. Yeah. Yeah. Ge- one generation. That's it. And we're in this again. Uh-huh. You know, now we're that's a whole different topic, man. We could talk about that all day long on, sure. some, on yeah. some other time. I don't but, know how much how much time you paid for this space, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So it's it's crazy to know that that was happening back then. Mm-hmm. It just open carry. You know, um, I'm not a Californian. I'm from Oklahoma. Yeah. So a lot different laws out totally there different. now. Yeah. You totally know, different. even back in the 60s, way different yeah. laws. You know, but you didn't, you didn't have the changes like California is so keen to do. An incident happens and they, they lose their mind. Well, it, well, California is usually the front runner. Was it California, New York, and New Jersey? Into stupidity or? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Something happens and one of those three states are the front runner to getting something across. And I think it's usually California, right? Yeah. Usually California or New York or, I mean, New York, right. So we go back to Bruin. Yeah. The comes out and New York says, well, we're going to modify concealed weapons. And we want to look at your social media posts and all these other means to, to do exactly what the judges said you cannot do. You can't just base your, you know, if someone's a law abiding citizen, give them a CCW. That's, that's it. Yeah. Right. That's the basic principle of it. Okay. So New York's like, no, we, we want to be a judge of character and we want to look at your social media posts and you can carry here, but not here, 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 or here, or over there. And so that they're the first state to do that, right? So the decision came out end of June on a Friday when all decisions come out, right? Fridays yeah. on, in June, yeah. late May, that's when SCOTUS starts, starts dealing. And they, within 60 days, they make that law. That was New York. I mean, California is a year late, but I mean, look what happened to California. <laughs> I mean, you even had the ninth appeals, some secondary court or something come out and say, no, this is, you have no, you know, kind of like what a judge says. Why is this even in my courtroom? Yeah. Like yeah well, they only, and then they had handed Newsom his ass on it. Oh yeah. And then he went and cried. You know, oh yeah. He well, then cried, it got banned cried. again. And then. Yeah. So Carney put, it put out. a stay on it. He put a, he put an injunction on the law. I mean, you, it will not go into effect. And then Bonta goes crying up the, up the fence post and he gets an appeals court to, to put a stay on the injunction by sending it to this court. And I can't remember the name and the court finally made a ruling on the seventh. Uh, yeah. 8th. January, 2024. Yeah. Yeah. And they came out and said, no, the injunction will remain in place while this goes to the appeals. That was a big win for gun rights in California. Huge. Huge win. So what would happen to somebody, CCW, the law stays in effect and they carry. So if you don't know about SB2, SB2 is essentially, it's it's about concealed carry uh, permits and you can only carry 
where establishments say you can carry and there has to be a sign on yeah. that business or in that establishment. Right, now, no parks, no churches, no hospitals. Any city or state- Essentially owned, anywhere. Yeah. Any federal city or state-owned property yeah. you could not carry or religion. Yeah, churches, so, synagogue, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Establishments Re- of religion, probably. Yep, establishments of religion. So you could not carry, which uh, if you're like, I like firearms, I like guns, do I know everything about what's going on? Hell no, because right. to keep up- is damn near another job, right? Oh my God, yeah. It's like reading emails from your your kid's school. (laughs) 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 I don't care what Timmy's doing today, okay? What kind of grade does he have? Good, fuck it. That's it. That's all I need to know. I'll check his app. Right. You don't have enough time to keep up on the rules or the laws. But when you look at where these shootings take place, churches, schools. Yeah, soft targets. Right, soft targets. I mean, so like what's a mass (laughs) shooting? Over three. Over three, Vic. What, What constitutes a mass shooting? Over three people being involved, right? Is three, it? Three, three people being shot to include the shooter. Okay, that's so that's two shooting. people. No, yeah. So you got the shooter and then two more. That's three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's when they're like, they bump up these numbers. Oh. And they're like, oh, that's a mass shooting. We've had so many. Okay, well, let's take out the gang banging. Wait, then what do we have? What do we have? Like five a year? I don't, I don't know. You know, I mean, it, that's and, and I don't. I'm not downplaying this. No, but. we're not downplaying it. We're just having a conversation about what are potential statistics, and yeah. it, clearly nobody wants a mass shooting. No, absolutely. Nobody not. wants to be involved in one. No, right? It, it's it's not something you sit there, you grab your gun for the day, and you go, "I hope there's a means that I'm in a highly risk situation that I most likely would die from, even if I have a gun." Well. Just to be honest, there is some of those guys out there. <laughs> They're probably who played not. enough Call of Duty. Was yeah, like, oh, but I'm I don't. For this. I don't think they probably really have thought that through. No, right? but if we go back to like legislation and things like that, so they don't want you to protect yourself, or the means to protect you and your family or somebody else, right? They don't want you to carry into Home Depot, or they don't want you to carry into your church. They don't. Why? Want, well. It's a control factor. That's what all gun control is. It's not controlling the gun. It's controlling you. Right. But- and so the government wants you controlled and unarmed because they want to be able to tell you what to do. Like, look at the people making these laws. Have they had real jobs? No. So that, I mean, that Congress or Assemblyman Wiener or Senator Wiener, whatever he is for California, has he ever had a real job? I have no idea. Do I haven't looked in these no. guys? Has Gavin Newsom ever had a real job? Uh, no, like a, I, jo- I, a job where it, you know, you yeah. days you're like, I don't want to go to work today. This yeah, eight to five or whatever. I hate working with my cubicle part. Whatever. So what? What was he before Gavin Newsom? Yeah, what was he before a politician? If he was a politician, he was the just whole his it's, whole it's, career. It's like you know, you got you got these people in La Mesa. Let's just talk local, okay? You can even talk San Diego County. You got these people that have these degrees that don't have real jobs. So Colin Parent has never had a real job. But he's a millionaire. And who's, of, who's Colin Parent? Colin Parent's a La Mesa City Council member. Okay. He's never had a real job, but he's a millionaire. How? Because they have these organizations that go out on behalf of your campaign and they go and get work done to get the union vote or any other vote. I mean, he's in trouble for taking money for SDG&E and not, not uh, disclosing it properly, right? Yeah. Or if you look at... Um, you know, a lot of them become lawyers and then get involved in, in legislative, right? But I never mean, practice law. But never practice law. That is so wild. It's a I trip, thought, right? Well, because most, if you look at most politicians, yeah, fuck, I think that most of them are lawyers. A majority of them are lawyers, correct. 
Yeah, I mean, now I'm over here like going through the real. I'm like, fuck, a lot of them are lawyers. A lot of them are lawyers. And there's, I mean, it's not just like we could do a million lawyer jokes, right? <laughs> yeah. So, but the point of it is, is to say, it's not like they're practicing lawyers that went and practiced law, then come in and then leave. These are people that that essentially set up a home at the at the city council and then call in parents next thing is to be assemblyman or a senator for the state of California. So that's what happens. And who's replacing Colin Parent? Fuck, I have Lauren no Cavaceres or something. Again, another group person who's never had a real job outside of politics. And they'll say, no, I, I work in the community. No, you don't. You work in the community towards a common goal of boosting your political career. That's what you do. And you take a lot of money from them doing it. You know, it's so fucking important, man. You raise a huge question uh, and really a problem in our community is you got to go out there and really vet these people because- Well, nobody does. I, it's, it's, it's a time factor, right? Like yeah. we go by and we go by the gospel of somebody else saying it. Correct. Your buddy says it, your buddy says it, your buddy says it. And whatever it gets to you, it's probably fucking like 10 times diluted. Right. Circle back to Ronald Reagan. Best, yeah. best president we've ever had short of Abraham Lincoln, right? Yeah. Like just blatantly ignoring Teddy Roosevelt. <laughs> but I mean- Oh, Ronald Reagan, he must be pro-gun. The Gipper must be pro- well, Clearly not. No. What's fucking, the, what, what was the Mulford Act? Yeah, banning sawed-off shotguns, right. uh, machine guns. And, and, and uh, that started with a, 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 a an elected representative from Alameda County. Yeah. Can't remember right, that was what else. Senator Mulford or whatever that dork's name was. Ronald Reagan is out there. And then Ronald does his term, right? 83, 88. He leaves. And then leaves one of the most incompetent speakers in the world afterwards, George H. Bush. And they start setting up things like George does his term, 88 through 92. That was right. in California too? George, no, George, George H. Texas. Bush took over. He's Texas, right? Yeah. But he becomes president. Yeah. And then in 94, we get the assault weapons ban through old fucking Billy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. At the same time, we got Billy just running rough sod on Waco, right? Or yeah. Ruby Ridge. Yep. Over sawed off shotguns through undercover yep. agents, enforcing gun control all of a sudden, right? Yeah. So then you go, oh, now we have an assault weapons ban. Well, who was pioneering for the assault weapons ban? Who was selling that? Well, fucking Ronald Reagan Ronald back in Reagan. the 60s. Ronald Reagan or started 70s. it in the 70s to ban open carry. And then you have the assault weapons and, ban. And, and they were Reagan, backed by the NRA. And the NRA, it comes out and helps them write the assault weapons ban. Yeah. Why the fuck would it, an organization against lobbying go and help write. I mean, I can maybe see a, some of it, but like, no, fuck you. You guys write it. We'll right. fight it. Right. Yeah. Have them write it. We'll fight it. Exactly. You know, cause you'll fuck it up. Cause you don't know what. Put some sabotage out there, right? Yeah. That do this, right? So blatant things. But I mean, that's what the NRA does. They partner up with, with, with Ronald Reagan and Republicans and pass the bill. That's so fucking wild. I mean, when, when you got to think about this, like you think about politics when Bill Clinton, I think it's his first term, the Senate was ran by 90-something Republicans. Yeah, something like that. And it got passed. It got passed. Happily. And meanwhile, Jeff Weaver's up there doing some work for the FBI. Next thing you know, his wife's dead, his kids are dead, his dog's dead. And who ran that? Just if we get back into California politics. So Ruby Ridge out of Idaho, right? Yep. Jeff Weaver, the shootout that, that happened. Who's a part of that? Bill Gore, San Diego Sheriff. What? Never testifies, never says anything, right? Nothing comes of out of that other than 
Jeff Weaver sues the federal government, gets awarded $3.1 million, and his buddy at the time got, I think, close to a million, if not a little more than, out of compensation for the government's failure. So Jeff, you, you commit a crime so bad, they have a standoff, they shoot boys, they shoot a pregnant woman, right? Who's involved in that? The Gore family through, you know, they've been around forever. Bill Gore is an yeah. FBI agent. Yeah. Legend on-scene commander, right? All of this over a sawed-off shotgun because it was like, you know, the details of it are kind of wishy-washy, but overall it's one gun. Wow, just one gun. That's just what it was gun. over. Allegedly. That's Allegedly. what it's over. But you have this huge government, like, just crackdown, this shootout, right? And then what happens months later? Well, we don't like this dude in Texas. And I'm not wow. saying I'm not saying what happened in Texas. You talk about the Waco. Waco. I'm not talking yeah. of Koresh was a good person. Not saying that at all. That's clearly some. Probably it seems that there's some issues with children out there that most of us wouldn't think is ethical. Correct. But you burn the place down and you killed all the kids. Right. Wow. The over over. Yeah. We think there's guns. Now there were. Oh, well, Clearly. yeah, the shootout. But was no. he was he selling them and moving them? No, he Dude, just had them. There's no proof of that. He just had them as a means of undering defense, right? So then we kill all those kids. The government kills all those kids. No one's ever held responsible. And then what happened to the gentleman who's posing over it two days after on a pile of burnt skulls and charred down buildings? That was Biden's first attempt to push that, that big tooth dork through to be the ATF guy. Wood Chipman, I don't even know his name. The first nominee that he wanted to lead the ATF. Biden? Biden wanted was at Waco and standing proudly on charred remains of, of women and children. And that's, wow. that's who you put in for gun control, right? Wow, man. Isn't that a trip? That is a trip. So that's what- It is so fucking entwined. So why, think about this. Ruby Ridge happens over a shotgun. Why does Waco even happen? Oh, we're monitoring this guy and this family and this. I, I don't, I'm still not even hundred percent, man. I'd be, I'm not the most yeah. educated on Waco and what happened. I know of it. Right. You know, well, I, I know the shootout happened. I know he was a cult, yeah. maybe some marrying some underage kids, which is, yeah. I mean, fuck again, we're not excusing the behavior. Right. We're but just talking. The why did they go it. in there and like, fuck, didn't they end up with tanks and shit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I mean everything's like, bigger in well, everything's bigger in Texas, right? So the I, DOT hey, listen, approach is they're bigger. kicking our ass with yeah. the small arms. Right. We're coming in with a fucking tank. Right. Actually, let that be a lesson to you. Right. I mean Well, think about that. You know, if you if you watch some of There's no police department that has a fucking state issued tank. <sighs> I mean, not a real fucking tank. Well, it, it might have like a Yeah. You know, the, the police department doesn't, but the National Guard does, right? Yeah. So if you think about that, the state happily gets them involved, right? We're Texas. Uh, uh. <sighs> You're not about that freedom right now. Fuck. So that's a trip. And so all of that is, if you look at that, what was the problem going on? It's guns. They didn't want you to have all those guns. They don't want you to be doing the things that they're doing. I mean, you know, Weaver is a alleged, I don't, Never looked at his DD-214 to know, but apparently did his time with special forces in the army and got out. So he's a prime candidate for this government-run BS of a sawed-off shotgun type thing to entrap somebody else. 
But if you go all the way, like, just look at, if we look at the past, like, 15 years of the politics we have now, the politicians in place, yep. Hillary Clinton, fast and furious, yeah, running nothing but fully automatic Fucking guns into Mexico. And Venezuela. Track, and yeah, to track them and track, the, what, what was she planning to do? Put a government air tag at the time? Dude, they came track fucking cigarettes, right? <laughs> you know, so that that's that's the point of it. The the government is now then using guns to arm their ally to or well the enemy, but the ally. We're going to put guns in the hands of the cartel. The cartel probably does not have a problem getting their own guns. Probably not. I have a feeling they can buy it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to venture cash price. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you that's that's Hillary Clinton. Was she ever held accountable for no. that? No. Well, Benghazi. She's never been. Well, what difference does it make? Right? You know? That's, 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 and she's ahead of the State Department. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And she can burn her own fucking server. She can have her own server. She can destroy all her phones. They can do all well, this stuff. But if you. But if, Trump has some documents. Yeah. Motherfucker's going to jail. Right. Well, here's. She here's, has her own server in her house. Trump, but you want to talk gun control? Trump's decision lost in the courts. He tried to buy, ban bump stocks after the Vegas shooting. And that got turned over. So even, even Trump, right? Yeah. Look like we know what the election's coming down to. Biden or Gavin, right? However that plays out versus Trump. Trump goes- Wait, guns. you think Gavin's race running? Oh yeah, come on, dude. <laughs> Kamala ain't. You don't think Kamala's running? No, it's like the most unlikable person you've ever met. Like everybody in class hated her. I'm not saying, but I, I'm- no, we're, I, we're going off of you're, you're the just appeal the on the screen. Yeah, so, right, right. But then, then she we know has Biden's to talk. fucking out. Right, I don't. I know. mean, well, but get back to it. The gun control, J Trump. I like to get the guns first, due process second. Well, that's not the way the Constitution works. It's due process, right? Yeah. So you Wait. can't take the guns first. Due process comes first. Trump was trying to take the bump stocks. He tried. That got turned over. He, he didn't use ATF to do it. Yeah, I mean, they were pretty behind on that. I think the ATF tracking where bump stocks were sold. Right. Right? Yeah. But it's Well, they not, shouldn't be tracking it, shit anyway. Well, they track everything. They go to people who bought, you know, reset, forced reset triggers, binary triggers. They know where those were sold, showing them to people's house. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's some good videos going around on social media about them showing up. People saying, do you have a warrant? And they said, no, but if we ever find you with it, blah, blah, blah. Or you can give it to them now. and Making their own law. Making their own laws. Yeah. Because they don't like the idea of that. There, there was a guy, wasn't he on the street? And that's what it was about? Uh, he owned a firearm shop or something? I can't remember I, there's what so the many. whole start is. There's a thousands of them, but none of them seem to make sense. Yeah, he seemed, he was pretty legitimate. Yeah. Like, I mean, they, they don't make sense in the means in which the government goes about the business. Yeah. yeah. Right. So the point of it is, is if you go all the way back to it, every president that you've seen since just... I don't know. I was born in 83. Has in some way enforced gun control. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Maybe nothing happened while George Bush was, George H was president. I don't know. But it's just, it continues to come around and around and around. And so what we get back into it, like how does it affect communities and demographics different? Well, Bill Clinton tried to say that you couldn't have a gun in public housing. Who's in public housing? Yeah, lower income. Lower income. Who primarily makes up the demographic of lower income? Minorities, Black right? Yeah. Blacks, Blacks, Hispanics. Mexicans. Right, things like that. So who's he telling not to have guns? Yeah. So there's government assistance, but you have to surrender your rights? 
It's not yeah. a right. Yeah. Then it's, it's control. just a promise. Yeah, yeah, you can have guns. Yeah, I changed my mind, right? It's like a maybe. Do you want do you want a house over your head? Do you Something want to be just recently happened with this. What's that? Uh, somebody living in public housing who protected herself and her kids. Oh, and she got the girl in Texas. Yeah, the girl in Texas. Public she was, was it public housing? I don't know much about it, but the landlord said get out, right? Yeah. Yeah. She was getting, I mean, she's getting Section 8. She was getting Section 8. Okay. Yeah, yeah. she was getting Section 8. She wasn't like in government. So, so the government's paying the landlord probably 125% above market. Probably. She defends herself legally. It is yep. not charged by Texas. Yep. Right. And so now she gets kicked out. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. I, I mean, yeah. I don't get it. If you're getting that money from the government and you got insurance to have them fix the house. Um, yeah. Not a big deal. Yeah. That's, that's precisely it. What, what's the end all you're still getting paid a significant amount above. Probably, yeah. if she, not, or 100% of rent. And she protected herself. Yeah. And to me, I mean, she got a meth lab in there. Is she a danger to her children? Doesn't seem like it. So what are you kicking her out for? No. But that's that's the thing, right? Is we don't like people with guns. That's the government's big thing. That's anybody's big thing. Guns are so, so bad. How is the NRA? So the NRA, do they, um, do they still play a role and gun control now? I think so. I mean, you know, I'll blatantly say, like, I don't know them that well because they have blatantly said we're stepping away from defending Californians from these draconian laws. Like, look at the big players so, for, for this. Like, So actually, we're going to talk about this yeah. after we get back from break. Okay. So we're going to go from break and uh, we'll take a little quick break. Yeah. Um, guys, gals. Remember, uh, red, white, badass brew. Coffee is bulls, America's spirit, man. We got different roasts. Lifeline, man. This is for the heroes out there that are protecting us. Our soldiers, our sailors, our police officers, our firefighters, nurses, EMS, the whole works, man. So go check them out. Badass coffee, badass cause. Uh, and fill your cup up, man. It's your morning motivation. So go get some and stay tuned, man. We'll be back and we're going to talk more about why gun laws are racist. Hey, cat badasses. Our Patreon is live and accepting memberships right now. And for only $3 a month, you get some cool benefits with it. Chance to win red, white, and badass brews coffee every month and exclusive content, just to name a few. So go to the link, go to our Patreon account and become a cab badass member. All right, welcome back from the break. Uh, you're watching Coffee Conversations, a badass podcast. Uh, and I fucked that up, but it's okay because it happens on a regular basis. And you're here with Gary. If you have not listened to the first half of this episode, go listen to it. Uh, we're talking about why gun laws are racist. But before we do that, we're going to talk about Go Man Go Productions. If you need any kind of production service, music, podcast, videos, pictures, Anything for your OnlyFans. I'm just joking. He doesn't do that. Um, go check him out, man. He's a badass photographer. He's a badass production company that does amazing work. I'm telling you, you think you know what you're doing until you meet him. You realize you don't know shit about production. So go check him out. Tony at Go Man Go Productions. All right, man. Trump, bump, bump stocks, stocks. 
Oh. That son of a bitch is making our guns illegal, which I well, had no tried. idea. He tried. Judge shot that down. You know. But well, they didn't defend that. That's not being appealed as far as I remember. No. No. Yeah. So it, that was an executive order that just, sorry, Charlie. And that was, it stayed. As far as I understand, yeah. All right. Well, so when we think about Republicans, yeah. we don't generally associate gun control with Republicans. No. You know, or even libertarians. I I don't know of any libertarians that I can think of that have participated in gun control legislation. Right. I mean, not and there's not very many of them out there because it's a two-party system. Generally, yeah. So, um, you know, or I guess you got independent, really, I guess, is sure. yeah, right. whatever. Yeah. You know. Well, um, let's go to the party, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're not invited to the party. <laughs> right. So they, you know, I, everything, but it seems like, and you rooted to this earlier, everything kind of stems is really from money. A lot of it does. I mean, that's how the gun control gets into play is by making things unaffordable. Right. Like how? So if you want to go way back it's called a tax stamp if you live in a free state, right? If yep. you want a silencer, you got to get a tax stamp. That tax stamp costs money, $200. Now, we might say now $200 is more affordable, but at the time, and the ATF says this, it was meant to make it unattainable. They openly say that. Yeah, lately. It was passed around on social media a few days ago. I'm sure we could find it. But they blatantly say that that's what the point of the tax stamp was. Yeah. So that's before the ATF was was its own division. It was a part of the IRS, hence the term tax stamp. So you look at that and you go, okay, so you can't have a silencer unless you got the money, okay? Or whatever else a tax stamp may apply to that you require a special license. So if you come to California politics, you can't have silencers, sure, whatever. That's really reduced gun crime. But if you look at a concealed weapons permit, how much is a concealed weapons permit? It was a hundred bucks. It was something like ninety two eighty. I a ballpark me on that. Right. Okay. The state comes down and tells San Diego County Sheriff, think twenty sixteen or twenty eighteen. Why are you not charging more? Maybe it's twenty twenty. Why are you not charging more? You need to charge the maximum amount. Well, why do they want that? Less people will have CCWs. Less people can afford make it. So it unattainable. Let's just make up the scenario, the standard scenario for any legislator. Single mom with three kids barely making it. Decides that she has to walk from the trolley to her home, right? Or decides that she just doesn't want to be a victim. Okay? Right. And her babies matter. She wants to get a CCW. Now she's out 200 bucks to get the license. That's just a license. That's just a license. So what's SB2, the part of it that didn't get stayed? 16 hours of training. I, I can kind of agree with that, though. You can agree with 16 hours of training. I can. Okay. How come? Because, uh, you know, it, so another guest of ours named Corey, which you know yeah. very well, changed my mind a little bit about this. Okay. I was for uh, mandated gun, gun or mandated training for firearms. Because somebody who goes out there and just buys a fucking firearm, which I'm sure you've seen this shit before, and all they've done is play Call of Duty, which is their God-given right sure. to own a firearm. I'm not arguing that. But the one of the most dangerous things is, is having a person who's not trained owning a firearm. Is it? I would, I would say yes. So point to the statistics in Arizona that doesn't require a CCW license to carry concealed. 
So if you don't require a CCW license, you don't require training. How many people are whipping out CCWs, their their firearms, that, or how many people are whipping out concealed weapons that have not been trained and blatantly going around and shooting shit down in Arizona? No, I'm not saying here, compared to here where it was eight hours. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying shooting shit down. Like I don't think I don't think behaving stupidly with a firearm is that probably none, the concern or what's no, the no, 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 no. The concern is. Uh, Effectively know how to manipulate in that firearm in a stress-conduced environment. Okay. Is what I'm scared of. Like this person, something does happen. You got Joe Smuckatelli who's like, oh, I own a firearm. Well, I've been playing Call of Duty. And that's then, happening anyways. It hundred percent. To to the to the 16-hour train, to the 32-hour, the 40-hour trained person. Look at a shooting. Cops get cops are required to have a certain post-training, a certain level of training. Be, to be qualified as a post, to be Correct. a law enforcement they, officer. Yeah, it's like 40 okay. hours or something. So let's just take law enforcement. Maybe more than that. I, I can't remember what it is. Every year they have to qualify so many times, but yeah. we'll just use that as a general example for the law enforcement officer across the United States. So there was a shooting in La Mesa. Uh, police officers recognized somebody wanted on felony charges. And it, you know, the guy pulls out a gun, the police return fire. How many shots hit that person? Like three out of but how you, many rounds? Like well, 40? It's a mag dump by one officer. Oh, shit. You know what I mean? There's cars in the way. There's apartments back there. That's an officer who's been completely trained. I mean, it's La Mesa, so I don't even know if that's a real police department, but we could pick anywhere. You know, it, you have the height of the excitement. I mean, it's a pure cortisol dump, right? It is. So the yeah. prefrontal cortex shuts down generally, and the, the amygdala and your brainstem just runs off of fight, flight, fan, or freeze. Yep. So- your 16 hours of training did what besides exclude people from being able to financially afford it? So I can now see it's that 16 point. hours versus eight. I can see that point because now we're, we're talking not just the right. 16 hours of time. Right. You know, now we're talking the single mother, right. three kids, no family around. Right. Where is she going to put the kids? Think about you. you know what I mean, so I can, I can wrap my head around that. Right. And you are right that there is and this is military. I'm not saying like anybody who's been in the military is just like, oh, comes out and can fucking shoot a mile away. No fucking way, man. Now, 99.9% .9 of us can't shoot worth a shit anyway. Probably not. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's the, the mat. It's, I guess it's the conception of safety is the biggest concern, but you're right. So now you know why gun control sells. Hundred percent. It feels good, doesn't it? Oh, um, all the only the super extreme educated for sixteen hours every two years. Is that what it is? Every two years. Every two years, and your renewal is eight hours now instead of four. Oh, okay. So yeah. then, what do you end up doing? You go through some education process. Is it the same price to renew? Uh, it's probably going to go up more. I mean, you're demanding eight more hours out of out of an instructor's time. Yeah. To get initially qualified. Right. That person needs to be compensated for their time. You want to be compensated for your time. That's right? true. Yeah. And there's no limit for what they can charge. And if you were wondering on Red, White, and Badass Brew, I posted this fantastic video of, uh, I don't know if she's an instructor. I think she's an instructor uh, where she fucking, yeah, we point this this she way. So don't up. fucking hit So it protects your face. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, that's, I mean, that's out there. That's another, that's another, you know. And, good and you're right, dude. You're absolutely fucking right. Eight hours versus 16 hours is not going to make that much a difference. What's no, going to make a difference? More. It is. What's going to make a difference is getting your ass off the fucking couch yeah. and going to get training or dry by firing. a legit firearms instructor. That's going to show you how to defend yourself. Yeah. You know, I mean, cause most things are going to happen in your home yep. or 
on or around your car. Yeah, it's, it's a standard quote, right? Yeah. So it's like automobiles. Majority of accidents happen within five miles of your home. That's not a statistic. That's just legitimately you live within five miles around your home. The majority of shootings happen in gun-free zones. So where, 100%. where are you in a gun-free zone? Have you passed by a school today driving? Did you drop your kids off at school? Yeah, it's a gun-free zone. It's a gun-free zone, right? So that's where the majority of these things are going to happen. But if we get back to like the root of it is, is that they raised the cost to get the license. Now they raise the cost to get trained to have the license. Why? Why? I There's, don't know. Find So let's think about the kid in Minnesota, 40 yards away, drops a dude. Yeah. Takes a position up on a kiosk or something and drops a dude with a gun, a handgun. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah. I don't know what his level of training is. I don't know, but- he should be a fireman. What, what does it cost in, in Minnesota? Right? I don't know. I don't know other laws. Right. So I don't know. I don't know their states. Like I don't, I get, I don't know their states. You know, the I, guns are sure. told everybody else's laws. I'm well aware, but like they, they don't tell me their CCW laws. But I mean, like if you think about that kid, what is he doing to be effective? Did he get 16 hours of training by somebody who, what, what was their qualification? Yeah. Are they legitimate? Are they legitimate in the real world? Or are they legitimate so, to the state? So when you, I'm going to run this question. If you're looking for training, what should you look for in an instructor? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I mean, there's people we, you might lose some friends over this. <laughs> no, I don't got friends. <laughs> <laughs> Just I mean, customers. You got to You got to think about it the same way. Like when you buy a gun, right? Everyone's different. Mm -hmm. I'm an educator. I'm a professor at a university. I'm not everyone's favorite cup of tea. <laughs> oh, I know. I've seen it. Right. So, <laughs> and some students think I'm great. It does, you got to find somebody that helps you better understand that tool. Yeah, I agree. It's a, it's a tool. That's, oh, that's I love the, that answer. That's a great answer. Right. And if, if you are the visual learner and that person makes a visual environment for you, great. If you're the written learner, great. I don't know. That's, that's up to you. It's just interesting. Like we can get into the debate of all the Instagram dudes and whatnot and who's who. What's it matter, man? It's you. I, I don't know, man. So don't, there's no debate. If you're, man, this is double-edged sword. Yeah. Uh, story of your life, huh? <laughs> I fucking hate people. Yeah. yeah. I, I love them. I, yeah. uh, Instagram is just that, man. You're going to have this uh, perfect life. The dude hits a bullseye yeah, every fucking every time. time. Every time, man. That dude's plink, 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 right. plink, plink. Except for it's all edited. Yeah, now, how many times did he really fucking hit it? Yeah, there's like, somebody back there with a bell, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that's that. But if we get back to it, you think about it, the cost of a CCW now just went to somewhere around five to $600. And by the way, you're waiting a year and a half because the sheriff won't spend any money to make it go faster. It was going faster at some point. Yeah, before Bruin. It before didn't take as long, maybe three to six months. Right. And now since Bruin came yeah. in, he's just like, eh, fuck it. Go sign up for a concealed weapons permit in Arizona as I, a non-resident. I send in your fingerprints. You'll have a license in a month. I, yeah. I, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Why is Arizona allowed to do a non-resident so fast? Cause they believe in the constitution. Well, they just, they're not making it a problem. Yeah. They're Cause not, it's not a problem. The because people who are carrying, yeah. the people who are legally carrying yeah. are not the problem. We need to stop using the gun as the problem. Well, that's the focus on thing. the people that are the problem. Well, think about the people and the lack of, you know, people. I don't, I don't not like guns. I just don't carry one. Okay. Why? 
why don't you carry a gun? If you don't not like it, you understand the value of it. That's a tool. Just like, I, think it I don't, back I to don't education. not like airbags, but I just don't put them in my car. Okay. I think it goes back to education. I well, think, sure. I think people buy a gun and even people who don't even buy guns, but people buy a gun, put it in their nightstand mm-hmm. or, you know, legally put in a safe mm-hmm. in California. And they're just like, if the intruder comes and they never do any training and nothing like that with it. Yeah. You know, whichever, whatever. Never touch it again. Never touch it again. Yeah. Uh, there was probably an example. My ex-wife's grandfather had this, uh, uh, I think it was a 44 Magnum. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beautiful fucking gun until you drop the cylinder and then uh, all the bullets were rusted. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. How long has that been sitting in there? Oh, 20 fucking years. Yeah. But he had it. But he had it. And he felt secure. He did. He was a Marine. Yeah. But but that's the standard. People come to our store. I'm looking to make, I'm looking to purchase a gun. Have you shot a gun? No. What gun do you want to get? Uh, people tell me to buy a Glock. Well, there's nothing wrong with a Glock. Have you held a Glock? No. Yeah. Here, hold a Glock. They hold a Glock. It's kind of not comfortable. Then don't buy it. Why are you buying it? Yeah. Well, people said to buy it. And, you know, the standard is at our stores, as much as we'd love to make a sale today, please go to a gun range with a friend, rent some guns, and go see which one you like. You yeah. might like the SIG. You might like a revolver. I don't know, right? Mm-hmm. You might like a 12-gauge shotgun. I, right? Yeah. Oh, our. <laughs> <clears throat> Can't miss, <laughs> right? <laughs> but I mean, that's the process of it. Like with 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 the desire of people and it being a tool is to respect it as a tool and to use it. I mean, carpenters are really good with hand saws, right? Yeah. Okay. Why? Yeah, because they practice with it. Because it's a tool and they and use it's a tool. It every, they use it. Yeah. They use it all the time. Yeah. So that's the that's the side about it that where like, you look at it and gun control, gun control creates fear and people. I don't want to go to the range with my AR-15. Why? Well, I don't want to get arrested. Are people being arrested at the range with AR-15s? No. There was, I think, Sacramento Gun Club a long time ago, and I'm probably not going to say their name right. There was a range in Sacramento, maybe not Sacramento Gun Club, that said, we will call the cops if you have an illegal AR-15. So now the business has become the legislator. Yeah. Yeah. And then call the cops and say, that's an illegal AR-15. Why the fuck would they do that? Go ask a cop around here what makes makes an AR illegal. They wouldn't even know. I don't think a majority do. From my experiences in a store, the majority of them don't. No, they don't give a fuck. No, they don't care. They don't. Well, look, how's the traffic stop start? Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's probably why the gun goes in for inspection. I've been, I I had my truck full of guns going out shooting. You know, what did I do? He didn't shoot me. He didn't draw his gun. Not because I'm white. Right. He probably just pulled over and were somewhat respectful. Yeah. I was like, Man, he's like, hey, you know why I pulled you over? I was like, I'm not sure, sir, but I need to tell you, I have a truck full of guns and we're going shooting. Yeah. Okay. Hey, great. Put your hands where I can see them. Yeah. You know, not raise them, just right. keep them up. And Did he pull you over to tell you how good your coffee is or uh, is that why? That was the second time. You are recognized. Yeah. Yeah. In the system. Of course. I'm recognized, yeah. you know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, but- I just throw a can of coffee at him. Right. <laughs> like, so- um, I, I did get, well, well we talked about that in a second. Sure. I, had, I had a little run in with the FBI. Of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> Color me shocked us. Why? Why would that be shocking? Yeah, I, well, I mean, you know, there's a lot that goes into the history of what is Dustin. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. That is true. 
you know, uh, or I'm, maybe I have it's a just because of the FBI. I don't. Know. I have a book coming out. Okay, and I think what well, are we in a movie deal now? I think we're doing a movie now. Okay, um, and we're gonna have uh, I think a video game. Well, then of course the FBI and iPhone map. Attention. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if we get back to it, where do you see gun control and how is it raised? Look at the laws, look at the cost. Okay. Who's it affecting most? Uh-huh. Right? Yep. So you make $500,000 a year, you don't care. Somebody's probably filling your application out for you. Somebody's probably writing a check for you. Your safety at uh, 1% is just as important as the person who barely gets by. Their 100%. safety is just as much, right? Yeah, 100%. Okay. So here's another great value. You have to be a California ID and have a residential address to buy a gun. Okay. Unless you're in the service, right? Then you can offset that with right. orders. Okay. So the thought is, the, or the question is, is if you don't own a home or you want to be the person that lives in a van, right? That's popular, dirt bagging, living in vans. I thought it was called van life, but uh, I've heard it as dirt bagging, but van life, whatever. <laughs> it's a, it's a popular okay. lifestyle. All right. Where do they get to say their residence is? A P.O. box. Can't or, use a P.O. box. That oh, they're fought, so a friend's house. So a friend's house. So now you're lying to buy a gun just oh. so you can enjoy your second amendment right. You have to live somewhere. Well, to live somewhere, you have to pay rent or a mortgage. Yeah, you can't just pay a vehicle payment. You can't just say, I live in my van. RV. I live in my RV. I happen to be homeless. So, what's that? I said down by the river. Down by the river. Right. <laughs> I mean, let me tell you about Matt Foley. <laughs> let me tell, teach you kids a lesson. That's what he's saying. So Chris Farley. Uh, but that's it. Like, you have to live in a residence now to own a gun. Yeah, but Matt Foley is. No, is it the same guy we're talking about? Chris, Chris Farley? Farley? Chris Farley does the van down by the river. Doesn't he go up yeah, and yeah, does yeah. Matt Foley? No, it's, it's Chris Farley. His name's Chris Farley? I thought the character is Matt Foley. Oh, yeah. The, the I know the actor is. He says, you know, I'm Matt Foley and I'm here to teach you kids a lesson. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And he's always hiking his pants up. Yeah. You know, first you start throwing rocks. And then you <laughs> throw the big game. And now you're throwing rocks in a van. <laughs> God, we miss that guy. Oh, but I mean, okay. back to it. You can't just live in an RV. You have to have a residence to own a gun. Why? It did no fucking, well, because they want to track it. They want to know where that gun is. Oh, majority of, of the they time. Do. Uh, sure, that gun's in your house. Uh, yeah, if it's in a van, they don't know where it's at. Right. So, so here's the other one: crimes on the rise. Okay? No shit. No, it's shocking. Yeah, you get. I know. After we're fucking done with this, I'm right. gonna go. I think what we have a posse. We're gonna go fucking hit a Seven Eleven. Is that the plan? Yeah. yeah. Anybody want to go? No, I'm not. No, <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I'm fucking joking. We are not doing that. But you, you own a home and. Um, you get burglarized. Not hit. Gun- We're just going to go steal candy bars. Yeah, yeah. No, that's totally cool. Yeah. Run in and... <laughs> but you own a home and you get burglarized. If you don't report that stolen gun in three to five days, you're now a felon. Get the fuck out of here. No. If you don't report a gun stolen within three to five days, to the, to your you're now a felon. You're now, I believe it's a felony charge. Lost or stolen guns, not reported in three to five days. When did you last inventory your guns? I'm not saying that you have lost guns. I'm just saying, like, when's the last time... You know what I mean? You moved recently, didn't you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's the last time I I took a serious inventory of my guns right. and my bullets. Now, I'm not saying people, you should, it's common to lose a gun. That's not the case. I mean, I had one stolen, whatever, when reported it. But at the you same- You had a gun stolen? Yeah, I had a gun stolen. Out of your house? Uh, my truck. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, they just ripped the whole lock right out of there and took the gun. No fucking shit. Yeah, it was just really offensive because I had some nice journaling written in that truck and they didn't want to read it, <laughs> you know? But the whole point of it is, is now you're a felon for losing your gun because someone else or your gun gets stolen and you don't report it in time. That's, it makes no sense. So what comes along with defending that? I mean, unless I take my whole fucking safe. Right. So the, 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 let's go through this scenario. A guy steals a gun from me on the first. Yeah. Okay. I'm out of town. Yep. I get back on the fifth. I'm doing life. Sixth, seventh, eighth, getting caught up with things. Yep. Crime gets committed on the fourth. The gun gets found with the person committing the crime. You didn't report the gun until the ninth. Yeah. Or the 10th. And the guy who stole yep. the gun, the most believable person in California, the cr the criminal, I stole that on the first. Well, shit, ma'am. I was, now I got to hire a lawyer. I have to go defend myself to say that, listen, there was no malintent to break the law. It's just life happened to me. Right? I have a gun I in a safe. I had a gun safe. locked up or I know exactly where it's at in my head. Yeah. There was no sign of breaking in. Right. And then by the time I catch back up with things and go to use the gun for shooting, for CCW, whatever, you have to go hire a lawyer. Are lawyers cheap? Fuck no. Fuck no. Are I'm, good lawyers cheap? Absolutely no. I ran out of money fucking paying for Our lawyers in my first business. Right. Are Second <laughs> Amendment lawyers cheap? I have no fucking idea and I hope no, never to find out. I mean, that's why you definitely... <laughs> I don't know. I only imagine business lawyers are expensive as fuck. Right. Constitutional lawyer, probably double the time. Probably, you know, that's a lot of reading. That's a lot of BS. That's a lot of negotiating to not get those charges or get them. You know, a lawyer comes to you and says, the best bet is to get them dropped down. Well, now you're never owning a gun, a gun again. Right. If, <sighs> if you're found guilty of that. That is so, so has there been people found guilty of this law? I don't know. I hope to God not. I just know I reported my lost or stolen gun within three days. <laughs> but I mean, but, that's, that's, yeah, but how, how you have to be on top of the laws to even know that, right? I'm sure. Like, or less, is it on the test? The written test? No, that's not on the, the firearm safety certificate. Yeah. I don't believe that's on the test. Right. That's just a more of a less well, what's of a matter. You take that test in five, every five years after yeah. you're done with that test, customers go, Oh, which ones did I miss? And by the time we're done with the whole paperwork purchase of the firearm, or let's just say they don't buy a firearm, by the time they're in their car, they've already forgotten what that's about, about the test and the laws. Right. But did the state, does the state care? No. No. They just don't want you're people to You're a gun owner, you're a criminal. You're the worst person in the state's yeah. because you're a gun owner. Yeah, you want to protect yourself. Right. And God help you if you can even afford it. Uh, dude, that's... That's a whole right. other deal. So if you go back to like we were talking about the NRA, the NRA yes. stopped defending things in California. They significantly stepped back from from trying to stop California legislation. Why? Like if they, they didn't stop see a future in it, they gave up. The state's a super majority of Democrats. Yeah, but like, if they stop it here, they're going to stop it in a lot of other places. Well, who's doing it? Firearms Policy Coalition and California Rifle Pistol Association. Those yep. are the people doing it. Yep. Those are the people going out there. I mean. Look, no one's perfect, but if you watch FPC on Instagram, that's some funny shit. I, I don't. FPC? Oh, Firearms Policy Coalition. And I'm not a member. I've never contributed, whatever. But they sit there and they will make memes about Gavin Newsom and his oiled <laughs> hair crying, you know. <laughs> so those are the people defending it. So you go, where's the money going? Well, let's go all the way back to the Mulford Act with the NRA. Yeah. Supporting it, helping to write it, helping to sell it. Well, so that makes sense. Right. That makes sense because it fits the original narrative. Right. It's like, hey, fuck it. You're right. 
we are not going to be helping California write policy or anything like that. We're just going to fucking moonwalk back away from it. So, so you're still going back to your original. Go further into it. What is the general? What's what do you think? I mean, let's just hypothesize. What is the standard demographic of an NRA member look like to you? Old white guy. Old white guy. Yeah. Non disposable income. Not the typical customer. Right. But what is what are they? What's kind of when you look at gun control? Uh, I own guns and I was in the military, but I think there should be gun control. Who's saying that? Old white guys. I was yeah. in the military and I know how dangerous these guns are. Shut up. Like, no, you don't. Dude, you and, were on a fucking yeah. ship and you just got qualified to get the ribbon. Right. Shut the fuck up. Right. Or if let's say you were in the military and you went into, into Fallujah or whatever and respect to those people who did because I never 100%. did. But respect to them. They go, well, you know, I know how dangerous these guns are. Yes, when we were overthrowing another government, you know how dangerous the guns yeah. are. I wonder what would happen if we ever just imposed lockdowns and told you not to leave the house and stay six feet away from each other. And God help you if you own a certain business and you can't open or make money. Oh, wait, we did do that in the United States. No. Why? Yeah, mind control. Right. Well, do they want those people to own guns? No. Well, who stopped the, let's go all the way back to this. Who stopped the La Mesa riots? May 30th, the riots happened in La Mesa. Who stopped? The citizens stopped the it, The citizens right? stopped the citizen. it. They got all the way to Third Street. The fucking street. police department, so, the police department headquarters got fucking overran. Kind of. You know? Well, I mean, the police department for La Mesa and was demanding all these other agencies come and help. And they were happy to, right? And then they parked them on Center Drive. And this is the thing. If you look, read the after action report, there's this thought of there's two headquarters for the police department. There is? That's the thought in the after action report. That's some of the criticism is you were establishing a headquarters on Center Drive. The city's burning. They're going through like whatever, La Mesa, Flynn Springs, or, you know, we're played again in Vons. is some of the most famous yeah. video, right? Because that's right next to the police department. So the police is department, where, the riots happen. where that fucking chick got her fucking dome. That's where she got domed. Yeah, dude. Sergeant Knudsen or something like that. Hell of a shot. Yeah, man. Did right? I get an award for that? But don't no, uh <laughs> yeah, the city awarded her ten million dollars. No. Yeah. Stop. But so the riots happen. They, they go, should have gone to him. They destroy <laughs> they destroy that whole that whole area and then they continue to move up La Mesa. They burn yeah. down Randall Lamb, right? A building yep. over there. It's been around for a long time. They're the destroying bank. businesses. They burn down the banks. Uh, violated right? hair salons, yeah. Business owners. They I did mean, everything. They, they you know, so this so what happens. It was a, what stopped it? They the citizens coming street. in, the citizens coming in with fucking guns and saying bullshit. Standing outside with gats and they they realize what's going on. So they go get their bats and guns. Yeah. So then they stop at Third Street and then the sheriffs magically show up and are released to come from the south side up. Right. So that's La Mesa. Like who stopped? It wasn't the police department. What an epic utter failure. Well, yeah. Oh, then they tried to fucking segue that shit to Santee. Right. Then they tried. <laughs> <laughs> and then tried to run it in Santee and the sheriffs and the members of the city of Santee and everybody else was like, no. Yeah. I mean, that was, it was done until they went back down into San Diego. Yeah. Right. And then hats off to San Diego for handling that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But you, if you think and, who stopped the rights, who stopped it, the city from burning I also down? don't think La Mesa wasn't prepared. Yes, they were. You think so? They had two days notice that the planned protest was going to turn into a riot. They had two days notice. Two days notice. Two days Stop. notice. They had two days notice yes. that this shit was going to turn into a riot. Yes. They were made aware. This will no longer be a protest. 
two days notice that the plan was for it to become intentionally violent. Yeah, you failed to fucking execute on that. Well, what did they do? Wow. They just fired That's leadership. Arms. Yeah. That is poor, piss poor leadership. And it's still, well, so Walt Vasquez, the chief of police, retires. Oh, well, after, the after that? Imagine Conveniently, that. Conveniently. Yeah. Right? Takes a nice summons. Now he yeah, teaches he- at uh, Phoenix University Emergency Management in the Police Department. <laughs> And then, so then they hire within. They don't even go outside. You can't make this shit no. up, folks. Mm-hmm. If you can't do, you teach. Right. Oh my fucking stop it! This is so then a piece the police department, the city manager who puts out a curfew, hires from within and hires Ray Sweeney, and then they who, go on. Who's Ray Sweeney? Ray Sweeney's the current chief of police. Okay. For La Mesa. Where do you come they from? Go on, uh, from with from La Mesa. Okay. He's got a history of being there twenty something years. Doesn't live in the city or anything like that that I know of. Right. And he, before that, was in the National Guard or was an army medic, something like that. Okay. Becomes a police officer yeah. and blah, blah, blah. So they just hire from within. And then what they want to do next is they want to justify to the city. We're going to get somebody to pay for this. Well, we're going to blame Dages, Officer Dages, for his interaction down at the trolley stop by the district departments with, with whoever the kid was. Uh, you talk about the blackmail. Yeah. Who- that, that put his hand on a cop and the cop pushed him down and he sat down. That essentially is the catalyst of the riots. That it's, that's what I thought. But yeah. that guy didn't, the cop didn't do anything wrong. They claim that he allegedly made up his, he altered his police report and lied on it. Of course, he was found innocent in a court, <laughs> but La Mesa went through this thing. And, and if you talk to people like Tony Orlando, they yeah. didn't provide all the evidence. And there's allegations that the stories were forced to be changed by sergeants who wrote it. And when I talked to Ray Sweeney about it, he identifies that Dejus was a bit of a cowboy in his second year. Right. So I know this isn't gun control, but let's go over the story. Dages, according to Ray Sweeney, my conversation with the chief, Dages works a Tuesday night into Wednesday morning. Mm-hmm. He's on La Mesa's special response team or something like that, i.e., what you would call SWAT. Yeah. Okay. He gets done early in the morning, goes to sleep, and gets told he has to do training down at the trolley stop for some type of teaching moment to a newer police officer. So that's where the incident started from. Somebody said that there's a person smoking at the trolley. I think Deja says he th- he sees somebody bring something up to his mouth that looks like a lighter, and hence why the interdiction started. Now, past from post from that, La Mesa comes out, and the chief of police goes, Dejus is a bit of a cowboy, his words, to me. And he had a, a an issue with wearing his body-worn camera, like an issue with turning it on. And he didn't turn it on until halfway, even though the other officers involved in that scenario had their body-worn cameras on. Now, I'm not trying to excuse, should he have had it on? Sure, whatever. But Dejus is such a cowboy. He's doing training for you on short sleep. Yeah. Yeah. He gets, he has to be at work at two o'clock to do this training, 2 PM going to bed on Wednesday morning at six or seven, whatever time he got off. He's such a cowboy and a hazard. No, you guys had to find a victim. You couldn't blame your own leadership department, even though the after action did either way. That's La Mesa. That is. So the citizens saved that. So if you wonder why I go into their fucking gun shop, it's also like, Coming into class, man. It's like cheers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get as fat as Norm. <laughs> I, <clears throat> oh, man. Dude, so that, I mean, I knew why it started because of this guy. Uh, yeah. You know, but this fucking guy is, it, well, his career is done. He's done. He's never good. I don't know if he'll ever be a police officer again. I think he should get the opportunity to. If he wants, I, I doubt he'd want to. But the city, the city council. Does he want to work for a coffee company? I don't. You can call him. Yeah, seems to be a nice guy. I don't I, know. 
I mean, look, I'm looking for a fucking cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have to wear body worn cameras inside your coffee store? <laughs> Probably a good idea. Yeah. Not to. Yeah. 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 You know, slinging too many fucking beans over here. <laughs> yeah, beans. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's so fully fucking loaded. We come to the coffee shop. La Mesa, huh? the citizens with guns. Yeah. The very few people. And I assure you, there's probably people there with illegal AR standing out front of their business. Yeah. Yeah. But it's their business. That's their life. I mean, that's, it, we talked about this before even the show. You know, I, I'm scared to go because I don't want to become a felon. You know yeah. what I mean? It, it's so mind boggling. The, the fear they put into you is right. like, walk out of your house, man. With that AR that doesn't have right. a fucking juggernaut with a fin and adjustable fucking stock. Right. I'm waiting in the bushes and I'm going to fucking take you right. out. There's a DOJ agent everywhere, right? Yeah. Right. ATF fucking guy. I see the ATF guy. He looks like this. Yeah. He probably works out. Right. You know? Well, and uh, look, if we want to be fair, the ATF <laughs> doesn't generally care about California's assault weapons. As long as they're registered guns. The ATF probably can't even tell you what's an assault weapon in California. Fair enough. Okay. But can the officer tell you? No. No. They leave that up for investigation. They take it in for inspection, right? Dude, is that normally what happens? I believe that's what, if I understand correctly, they take them in for inspection Wait. depending on what agency okay. arrests you. Okay, hold on, hold on. So let's back this up. So my fear is not really unjustified because if I get pulled over, I have an AR-15. Yeah. Are they required to take the AR-15 in for inspection? No, no. You just might have a cop that just so I think a lot of these incidents with firearms and vehicles, because that's generally it. Like we're not really arresting people at gun ranges. Right. Because the gun range then doesn't want your agency or you there anymore. No. Right. Because yeah. you're affecting their business. So, and gun ranges generally stay, from my experiences, stay out of the business of determining what's an assault weapon or what's, you know, they don't want you going full auto. But, yeah. Right. If, if you're okay. doing something like that, that's a different story. Right. But if you walk in with an AR-15 semi-automatic. And the barrel's 14 and a half inches. I highly doubt they're carrying. They're not measuring. Okay. So if we look at the higher likelihood of when you're going to run into law enforcement. To and from. To and from. Okay. I think a lot of that starts with a traffic stop. I agree. Okay. It, so one of my favorite lawyer quotes is commit one crime at a time. <laughs> so if your tags are out on your car... Maybe don't drive with the guns in the car that day, right? Yeah. Or don't go 104 and commit felony speeding. That, okay. That's logical. It seems like it is. But at the same time, I drove here probably over the speed limit. Okay. Yes. With a gun in the car. Right. Right. Okay. But if you go back to it, that, that interdiction with the officer probably determines how a lot of things go. Now, I'm not saying the cop is right. There's clearly enough time to go argue with the police officer later right? In a court system. So cops, if they pull you over speeding, they generally don't have a means to go through your car. No, generally not. So shut the fuck up as some other favorite lawyers, right? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Give them your driver's license and your insurance and let them run your shit, give you a ticket and then go pay a hundred dollars to a lawyer later Yeah, and get it dropped. Arguing with the police officer and telling them, you know, all this shit, you're not even required. I don't even think in the state of California, I'm not sure of the laws, but at last I remember is you're not required to tell them you have a gun. Really? By the way, this is not legal advice. No. So no. if but you I fucking believe- take this as golden advice, you're dumb. 
Yeah, just uh, yeah. I sell guns. I don't. I, yes. that's my understanding of the law. Is that I don't believe you're required to. But if you start out with the officer and you know you start getting shitty and or you know you got bricks of weed in the front seat. There you go. Yeah, you one crime a, at a time. You've yeah, one crime at a time. So if you're going to speed, speed. Yeah, right. But and again, I'm not encouraging anyone to violate the law. But that's where your your most likely interdiction of a gun control of a gun law is. So let's say, and that's and that is my that's you, my fear. Right. So you got the hardo cop. Yeah. Right. Yep. Okay. And he go he or she goes through your car and finds what you know. They create a they find a reason. They lie to you. They commit a crime and say I have reasonable suspicion. They pull you over. And they look at the gun. Now, do they know? No. But they're going to send it over to. You know, San Diego PD is going to go back to headquarters. Yep. The Sheriff's Association is going to go to Overland Drive. Alcohol, clearly alcohol. And someone's going to inspect it there. And then they're going to probably have a conversation with a DOJ member, right? And say, this is the firearm I have. Is this illegal? Is this an assault weapon? And therefore, sometimes, this is what I do know. Some people get charged and some people don't. But generally, no one's getting the gun back. Oh, oh so there you go. If it is an assault weapon. If it is an assault weapon. Yeah, we've seen people, we've had to go, you know, there's an incident or something and we have to go pick up their AR. We've picked up ARs before that are California compliant, you know, re yeah. return to owner type thing. But overall, again, now look at the cost on that. 12, 1300 bucks. Yeah. A speeding ticket costs you a hundred bucks to get out of. You go right. to some online lawyer and they either delay the case till December 24th or you write in and get I'm out. I'm glad you mentioned ticket. my next commercial is don't fucking speed. <laughs> <No. Yeah. laughs> but I mean, no, no, no. overall, just shut the fuck up when it comes to cops. Is so, this so maybe don't say you have a gun in the car if that's the law in your area. Interesting. I'm, I'm now. I'm I'm intrigued now. I'm like, gonna I, go. I appreciate cops. I there's plenty. Yeah, hundred percent. I do too. I, don't fucking talk to them during when you're being stopped. Yes, I'm not saying admit to speeding. I'm not saying that at all. Just yeah. shut the fuck up and let Here's, them do their job. Comply. Give them your driver's license. All your shit. Yeah. Okay. Are there guns in a car? Yes. That's not means for you to be searched. Yeah. It, and there's no way a cop ever going to pull me over. And I'm going to be like, mm, I should probably do something about this speeding ticket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't encourage that. <laughs> you know, there, yeah. there's, they're never at harm coming up to my car. Right. You know, no matter what I got in it. Right. So, yeah. but again, back to it. Other than a good attitude. Yeah. Uh, Even when I'm at fault. <laughs> Again, let's go back yeah. to ourselves, guys. Are you speeding or is a cop speeding? Right. You motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> right. You committed the crime. So, you know, and you can fight it. They're speeding tickets. Yeah. You know, when you're 17, it's the end of the world. Your dad's going to beat your ass. You're not going to drive for a month, whatever. 40? Uh, I still what? cry. I'm going to be- Because my insurance. <laughs> I'm going to lose right. my 15% you're of Geico. You're like, fuck, where do I got to pull it over? This is such a waste of my time and yours. But then again, I was going 90. So, so what it, so determining factor of these, are gun laws racist? That's yeah, a yes. Of course. That's They're a yes. Rooted, look at the how and the why. Yeah. I, I agree. I, when you sent me this information, yeah. I was completely shocked about what I read. Yeah. You know, and I'm still going through the information that he read or he sent me because of- Oh yeah, I didn't read it. I just sent it. I know you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, one was Harvard like- Business Review did a great one after after Bruin came out talking about racism and, you know what I mean? Yes. Racism and gun control. 100%. Shocking. Yeah. 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 It was, it, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good read. Anybody wants to go do it? Um, I'll 
We'll get the links. We'll put the links up Uh, because they're good reads. Like, seriously, I'm still going in and reading it. Uh, One, didn't know in California, gun control started with Reagan. Uh, Generally. Yeah, I mean- what do you say? Generally, yeah. Generally, yeah. Not every gun the control. The modern but gun control we're seeing, yes. Yes, exactly. I didn't know it was NRA backed. Yeah, he took you know, it from, from being the Mulford Act. Yeah. You know, um, like- Fear of the Black Panthers. The fear of the Black Panthers. Right. You know what I mean? Who so were just looking out for their people. Yeah. So what's your takeaway, man? What do you want people to know about- Yeah, I mean, look, if you like somebody- it, the president is because they're a good speaker and then holy shit, we got a problem. Right. But overall, like when you look at gun control, look at the how and the why it's not to stop crime. No, it's not. Crime will always be prevalent. Yeah. Gun control by the government is done for a reason. Yep. Is there any other country that would show statistics of like, that doesn't have guns, but the crime is still. Isn't like, where was that mass shooting of 83 people? Is that Finland? Finland? That guy went Finland? shot. Yeah, Finland. Yeah, he killed 83 people or something like that. Oh, you see what the, you see the fucking setup that, that guy gun. had? Yeah, and now he's complaining that jail conditions are too rough. Well, let's, no. Let's not mention that Israel right now is up in arms to get guns. Right, so. Because of the terrorists. So look at that flip. That's a perfect example. Yeah. The Israeli government, you had to, ha- if you owned a gun, I believe you had to keep it at a storage place. Thank you. That's where I was going. Right? With. Yeah. Uh, in Israeli? No, yeah, I don't in, think in you Israel, could. I don't know if you could. You couldn't even own guns. Yeah, you could. In certain areas, if yeah. you lived in the, that were considered like terrorist hotspots. You right. can own guns. You can have a concealed carry uh, weapon or open carry. But now yes. what they're doing, the point of it is now there's an issue with Gaza. Gaza clearly came in. Uh, Hamas right. came in and caused an issue. And then now there's this whole, and now they're handing guns out. I mean, there's pictures of, you know, girls working a coffee shop with a, I don't know, an AR. Or yeah, a they're fucking cute too. Or Okay, that's, that's a you thing, but sure. Yeah. Like nothing, <laughs> but you know what I mean? They're, they're carrying guns around. You're going to work like that. So yeah. Not that's a complete flip. Married, now the government's in I mean, trouble, single. right? Yeah. And now there's no, really government has a So trouble. what do the government want? Just like Ukraine. Now the yeah. government's in trouble. So now the, now they want you to own a gun. Yeah. Why did gun control disappear? Because there's a conflict, but it but needs to be around when control. there's not. Control. Precisely. Control. And what has it actually ever done to crime? So you talk about takeaway. Look at the statistics. What has it ever done to crime? It actually has prevented crime versus increased crime. People who own guns are generally not go out there committing crime. And gun-free zones and gun-controlled zones, right. well, we're going to use a fucking popular place, a buzz fucking place. Right. Chicago. Right. Holy shit. Oh, but all those guns come from Indiana, Michigan, right? Who gives a shit where Wisconsin. it comes from? Allegedly. That's, yeah. their, that's their argument. But they're not getting them. They're... It, look at the look at the crime. The ghost guns being made and milled. I mean, okay, fuck, man, we're in this. We're in technology time frame. Yeah. So oh, you yeah. Can make a gun anytime, it, right? Any, so, and guns get stolen. and They get used in crimes. The problem is, is not the tool. Yeah. You know, it's a person. And overall, like if you ask my takeaway, the wise of it is, is the government wants control. And if I were to do anything, I would keep concealed weapon insurance, USCCA, yeah. Firearms Defense Coalition, whatever. Have something, read the plan, talk to them about what's covered, even if you don't have a CCW license. Because lawyers ain't cheap. No, it's not. Because folks like you and I are going to have a hard time paying off the lawyer to get us out of the rightful use of our firearm. Or let's just say, like last big story, guy in LA, famous thing. He's walking in with a coffee, pulls out the gun, boom, 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 gets eliminates eliminates the threat. Can you pull that story up? 
That video? Oh, never mind. The, the, so the guy in LA, right? He eliminates yeah. the threat, moves on. He gets in an argument with the sheriffs at his house, and that's the reason they justify taking away his CCW. Because he gets in an argument with the sheriff at the house. That's what he says. He had a yelling match or something like that with the sheriff or the LAPD. What's that matter? Doesn't they, matter. They, they find that a reason to revoke his CCW. Under what grounds? So now you have a guy who now is in the papers. A uh, couple homies try to rob him, right? Yeah. Roll up on him. He dispels the threat. Now, I don't know if any of them were killed, right? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. And then loses his CCW, famous in the news. You think that his house isn't known? Oh, fuck yeah, it's known. You think that that guy is not discouraged? You are a law-abiding citizen. I don't know if you have a CCW or not. But if you had one and you don't, are you going to carry or not? His, his threat level because of the carry. government, the government just increased the threat level to Yeah, him. I'm going to carry. You just right. made me somebody who used a firearm yeah. on a crime that was getting committed against me. Right. Now you publicize this to no end. Right. I lost my CCW now, because of a heated they know I'm a soft target. Formation. Right. You know, are they going to come back? Fuck yeah. Probably. Maybe not Maybe. them. Maybe not them. Somebody else to prove a point. Yep. Are you yeah. talking about uh, this, this Yep, yep, right there. Yep. You know what? Uh, I think that's red, white, and badass brew he's drinking too. It, it looks like it. You guys yeah. have the green stoppers? Uh, yeah, for, it was a Christmas thing. Yeah. Yeah. But here's the threat. She's going to. Returning home to his family. So his gotta imagine how his scary five month old be. at home waiting for him. Yep. But as he was unlocking the door, Two armed thugs shoved a gun in his face, tried to push their way through the door. Well, it was then that he did what any responsible concealed handgun permit holder would do. He decided to defend himself and his family, and a gunfight ensued. Everyone's safe, but those armed robbers are still on the loose. But even worse, perhaps, California has revoked that man's permit to carry. Again, the Golden State values strike again. Joining me now is Vince Ritchie, the man who defended his family, and Colleen Noir, who's a Second Amendment advocate and attorney. Vince, let me start with you. NRA. Uh, tell us very briefly, very briefly, what happened. Hold on. Well, thank you very much for having me here. Okay. One, the uh, the coffee that was in that cup was FU California. Yeah, that's the dark, <laughs> that's the dark roast we sell. <laughs> that is. Yeah. So- in first line defense, always have a bag of FU California. Or the coffee. Or the coffee. Yeah. Ready and hot. Um, wait, you said Coley Nor. What's up? He's an NRA guy. Yeah. What about it? But we were talking about the NRA. Wait, I know, but why, why is that a significant point? Well, look where the NRA is. Look who comes up on the TV with him. Now, perhaps he's his wait, representative. Wait, hold on. No you, offense. Shouldn't it be like an old white guy? Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's that Should, matter? Shouldn't it be Wayne Pierre? <laughs> yeah. Well, I so why let's let's just talk about Wayne Pierre and then yes. look at local. Let's you want to do this? Yes, okay, I do. Here we go. Uh, actually, we can't. We're not gonna do this. If you want to listen what's about to happen with Wayne LaPierre, yeah. I don't know if I said that fucking right. I don't give a what's shit. What's it matter? But you know what? Uh, I almost said fucking Corey. Oh my god. Gary. Yeah. You guys look alike. Uh, <laughs> thank you for being on the show, sure. dude. Thanks for having You're me. You're badass. We are about to now go into some exclusive content. And don't forget, hey, Next Level Lender, man. Badass lender for all your lending needs. Uh, go check them out. Uh, and don't forget, Lead White and Badass Brew. I know this doesn't say fuck you, California, but it should. This is Lifeline Hero Edition. 
But on our website, end of this month, FU California is going to be on there. Okay. It's a dark roast that is badass. And it's one of those things that is a statement every morning, whether it's your wife you don't fucking like, your kids you don't fucking like, your boss, or Governor Newsom. It doesn't matter. Yeah. FU California is for you. So that's your cup of motivation every morning. There you go. We're going to hit this special content, man. So hit the like, hit the share, hit the subscribe, go to our Patreon, go check us out. Uh, if you like what we're doing and uh, yeah, man, become a bass member with exclusive benefits. Thank you for tuning in to coffee conversations, a badass podcast. If you like what we're doing, go to our Patreon, show some support. We have exclusive content and giveaways over there. And please don't forget to like, subscribe, and share the content that we're putting out. Until next time.